The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. Katie Moxon, Will Brinson here, and you know it. You are back for our All-32 Series, the series where we catch you up with insiders from every NFL team and get you the information that you need before the season starts. Today, we're covering the L.A. Charger with season uh, senior writer for the Chargers, Eric Smith. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. How's everything in California? Well, about 75 and sunny. It's uh, ah. pretty nice out here. Um, yes. Yeah, camp starts this week. We're excited to get going. Love it. Oh, you're on mute. I'm muted myself. Right. Everything's coming up, Brinson, today. Um, it's, it, it's currently 80 <laughs> degrees in my house right now. So it's like hotter oh. in my house with the air condition running than it is at, in, in California, which is just a reminder that maybe I should go live in California, yeah. um, where yeah. Kellen Moore recently just moved after a long run in Dallas. I don't know where that segue came from, but I'll run with it. Um, <laughs> he's uh, replacing Joe Lombardi as the OC there. I mean, I think like it was such a natural fit, Eric, when, you know, Mike McCarthy decided to part, you know, they were part ways, mutually part ways, however the heck they did it. And it was like, all right, the Chargers have maybe the best thrower of a deep ball in football and Justin Herbert. And you can add Kellen Moore after, after a season, which they saw this, you know, low a dot approach. I mean, how, how, how vertical do you think this offense will be uh, in 2023? Yeah. Uh, you, you make a good point. Um, I think it'll be much more vertical than what we saw last year. If, OTAs and minicamp with any indication. Um, Herbert was, was slinging the ball down the field way more than what we saw last year. Now that has to, has to tr- 
translate right and like carry over into camp and games like it's easy in seven on seven where there's no pass rush and all that but from all the indications now yeah it should be a little bit more vertical passing attack uh, obviously mike williams is good in that category we drafted quentin johnson uh jalen guyton is coming back he, he's trying to get healthy from the acl he's got plenty of speed so the chargers have the pieces obviously the big one being herbert's arm to, to get the ball down the field but yeah we're hoping it's, it's uh, a, a little bit more explosive this year than it was last year all right, let's talk about Austin Eckler, a friend of the podcast. He seems to be at the forefront uh, leading the charge, if you will, if you see what we did there, um, on this underpaid running back front. Do we think that he will get a new deal from the Chargers, or, and is there going to be kind of a chip on his shoulder this season? Um, how, do, how, how do you see this playing out, basically? Yeah, I think things are pretty resolved as they can be right now. You know, he got the, the extra uh, incentives a couple of weeks ago. So I think that should kind of, you know, quell the waters a little bit going into the year. Um, you know, other than that, I mean, most of that stuff gets handled after, like during the off season. So, you know, he'll probably just play out this final year, see how he does, um, you know, on the team and, and his type will come back together probably in the off season. In terms of the chip being on his shoulder, uh, that is a yes, but not yeah. into this in this. It's more so just his overall mindset I um, mean, you know, he's an undrafted guy out of a small, you know, Colorado college. He has always had a chip on his shoulder. Hmm. And even if he scored, you know, he, he scored 38 touchdowns in two years, he <laughs> still has that chip on his shoulder. He still thinks he's, um, you know, underrated. So, and all this contract stuff, like I can tell you, that's not going to affect how Austin plays on the field. Um, you know, he was here for minicamp in great shape. You know, his teammates know he's going to bring it, you know, the contract, you know, or not. He, he, he's going to bring it, and, and that's why he's a team captain. Quentin Johnson got added in the draft, uh, one of my favorite players in this draft out of TCU. Um, yeah, I think the, the national stage against Georgia probably didn't do him any favors. Not didn't do really anybody from TCU many favors. Um, but, like, I, I kind of see him as a pretty nice fit, especially when we talk about the verticality of this offense. How do you see him – sort of the targets here shaping up with Keenan Allen, Big Mike, you know, you had Quentin there, and then you got, of course, Jalen Guyton, who's, who's also an explosive deep threat. Yeah, the, the good thing about Q is that uh, he he had the talent, right, to be wide receiver one. That's why he was a first-round pick. But he the Chargers are not going to ask him to be that wide receiver one right away, and, and he's not going to be with, with Mike and Keenan. Um, the battle he's going to be involved in in camp is at wide receiver three probably, with Josh Palmer, who's a third-round pick a couple a couple years ago, um, the Chargers don't need Q to come in and catch 100 balls. Like to come in, you know, learn the offense, know the offense, carve out a role for yourself, and, and just kind of progress at at your own rate. Um, in saying that, just because like there's there's low expectations per se, they still want him to come in and, and thrive. So even though they're not asking him to be wide receiver one they still want him to kind of have that mindset, right? Because at some point down the road, he probably will have to be wide receiver one. You know, that could be two, three years down the road. But why not kind of start develop, developing that mindset now so he's ready for the future? All right, let's talk about Herbie fully loaded, Justin Herbert. I don't know if you saw Brinson's uh, quarterback <laughs> tears. It made the rounds around quite a few uh, media outlets. Y'all not Luckily, yeah, luckily for you on 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 this podcast, he did put Justin Herbert in the second tier. Okay, we're not going to talk about Kyler Murray in the sixth tier, which generated a lot of buzz. But <laughs> does he deserve to be in the first tier based on his career so far? 
Yeah, I would think so. I mean, you, you look at it, he's had, he has almost every record, you know, passing record or records in the first three seasons. You know, there's a whole list uh, of stuff that he has. Um, you know, one thing I'd say is that, you know, he still needs to um, prove himself in the playoffs. Yeah. And that's not yeah. really like, you know, that's something that will come in time, right? Because that's just kind of the natural progression or storyline from a young quarterback. Like, he's still young. He's still only like 25. He's just been around for, for three, four years now where he's had a lot of success. Um, and the thing is, he will always get compared to Patrick Mahomes. You know, mm. you know he, they're in the same conference, in yes. the same division. Um, you know, Burrow, Allen, all those guys are going to be lumped together for the next 10, 15 years, whatever it is. So, yes, I would put Herbert in that category. But nationally, I think he needs to have that playoff success on a bigger stage. And then people like Will will kind of bump. <laughs> no, I mean, that's sort of like where it was at, though. It was like kind of looking at it because it was Hurts, Lawrence, Lamar, just because of the injuries, and then, and, then, and then Herbert. And, like, if I was ranking them how I think that they like most likely to take a step into the first tier – for me, it's either – I mean, like, I think they're all – I think they could all do it, honestly. All four of them could do it. It's not, it's not an either-or proposition. But Herbert, like, if he won one playoff game this year, it would be and, – and losing that playoff game wasn't even his fault, right? Like, I mean, he, you know, he had the team in a position – he's like, what, what do you want me to do? Like, you know, the, the playoff – it's just weird stuff happens in the Chargers in the playoffs sometimes, as, as we talked about before the show. But it's like, it wouldn't shock me at all if the Chargers went out and won a playoff game or two. And then it was easy to say Herbert's in that first tier. Um, same thing with Lawrence, same thing with, with Hertz uh, and with, uh, with, with Lamar. You know, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think anything would be shocking. One of the things that they need to do, the defense has got to stay healthy. Defense has to stop the Jag- you know, teams like the Jaguars from scoring a bunch of points in the second half. Um, What's stopping the defense from being just completely elite? Is it health or just being in the same division as Patrick Mahomes? I mean, like, what what, what do you think? Yeah, I put health at the top of the list. Like, you know, the Chargers have, you know, um, a, a funny history or bad history with, with injury luck. And last year, it seemed like it really just kind of uh, snowballed a little bit. Like, a lot of guys got hurt, especially up front along the defensive line. They have the talent, right? If you look at it on paper – you know, they have a very talented defense. They have a great defensive play caller and and scheme guy, right, for lack of a better phrase, in Brandon Staley. He's one of the best defensive minds in all, all, of, all of football. It's just kind of having it all come together. And in year three, I think the time is ripe for it to all come together. You know, health will be a big, a big uh, factor in that. But in terms of, like, what they have to do other than stay healthy, they have to stop the run, and especially on the, on the outside mm. – you know, the, and losing Joey Bosa last year really hurt that. Uh, after he went yeah. out, you know, the team gave up a bunch of explosive runs to the outside, you know, 40-plus, 70-plus yards. And that's just really, really kind of just uh, – it's just like demoralizing to, to give those up. Um, so that's been a big focus. And if that happened, then it obviously put pressure on the quarterback with the pass rush and all that. And the Chargers secondary was good last year. I mean, uh, I think they were top 10 in, in passing yards allowed per game. And if J.C. Jackson can come back healthy, that's just a boost, you know, to what is already like a, a pretty solid secondary. All right. We're going to take a quick break here. When we get back, we're going to discuss the O-line with our guy, Eric, from the Chargers. You watch Pick 6. We'll be right back. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. All right, Eric, uh, the Chargers have invested heavily in the O-line. Philip Rivers would like a word um, on this, right? Finally, they invest in the O-line. Poor guy. He's got a lot of kids, and they didn't seem to protect him very well. But there's no question that the Chargers on the left side— He's got one more. He's got a freaking like one like an offensive unit. It's ridiculous. So we couldn't be more pumped for our kid. kid. And he's having another one. All right, but there's no question that the starters on the left side are good enough. Uh, But is the full O line and the depth good enough to give Herbert time this season? Yeah, I I think though, and I I get what you're saying about the right side, Um, just because there's a little bit of more uh, unknown. On that side with Jamari Sawyer and Trey Pipkins at, at guard and tackle, Jamari was like a really good left tackle last year when Slater went out. And yeah. I think people kind of just like didn't really know that, honestly, just because like he was an, a six-round pick, kind of a guy that came out of nowhere. Um, but he played guard at Georgia and had the experience on the inside. And the Chargers kind of wanted to pair their two t- guards and tackles with the same like athletic profile. So on the left side, you have Rashawn and Zion, who are both like pretty athletic guys. And on the right side, you have Jamari and Trey. Those are like bigger, like beefier guys. Um, And so, yeah, I think they're going to pair well together. Trey Pipkins actually played pretty well last year. He was just hurt and like played through like a pretty serious knee injury. So his play was a little bit like erratic overall. But, you know, he showed the toughness to to be on the field. for them, pass protection is, is probably pretty good. Again, with the Chargers, they need to run the ball better. And that's kind of the big focus for that group heading into camp. Yeah, I mean, again, like, the, I, I you know, I feel like with the, the offensive line, too, it's like, man, I mean, I, 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 guess I, I guess I look at the Chargers, and to me it's like, what is stopping this team from being, like, the best Great. team in football? Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, like, what is the – is it is there still a sense around the team that it's like you're always a little nervous that there's something that's going to happen? I just I mean because but again, and this is I'm not being critical of the Chargers here because I've rooted for the Chargers for a long time. Same thing with NC State, right? It happens all the time. It's just you, you're you're always a little wary. Is that do you think that's maybe the one thing that's holding this team back is sort of like a like a, a mentality, uh, or or is it or is 
it like like I said, something like maybe there's bad luck lurking. Like what's what's the one mm-hmm. thing holding this team back from making that leap to elite? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, and there's something the team and the franchise has been trying to answer for a while. Um, I'll say that like the current coaches and players don't really think about that, and th- th- they have to get questions about it, right? Especially with how the playoffs ended last year. But Brandon Daly kind of not he kind of like shoes it away when he gets questions like that. He's like, "Hey, I'm trying to create like my own culture here," and he definitely has yeah. in his first few years, like going into year three. So he 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 wants like the challenge of, of kind of being that team and being that coach to to help get the team over the hump. Um, it's just it's just got to happen, really. I mean, that's that's all there is to it. It's just got to happen. That's all there is to it. All right, Eric, thank you so much for joining us today and talking Chargers. We appreciate it. Stay tuned for more All Thirty Two with daily drops in your podcast feed and on YouTube. And uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to this video as well. Eric, again, thank you for your time. And uh, I'm I'm pulling for the Chargers this year. I bet on them last year to go really far. Uh, it didn't work out, but uh, something's got to give. Yeah, I want the Chargers to I want the Chargers to win and win big. The Chargers tie for life. Appreciate I it. I love Eric. Herbert. Okay, thanks, guys. New CBS Monday. NCIS is back. We need all hands on deck. So grab your gear. NCIS! And join our elite team. What about the charges? Murder. New cases to be solved. Double tap to the chest. Same caliber as the murder weapon. And new criminals to catch. That's the bomb maker. Where's the bomb? A new NCIS, Monday, 9, 8 central, on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.